<laughs> reaction skin tone. You can make yourself a dark skinned brother with your reactions. Yeah. Who knew it could do all of this shit? That's the we call that the Kardashian uh application. It'll darken your skin tone and make your lips bigger. <laughs> Kardashian way. Very nicely done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way for me to do what I was trying to do, so we will just minimize that and hide it back behind the camera, and we will roll with what we got. Uh, yeah. Congrats, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. It's shit. A lot of sleepless nights on this shit, though. There you go. It's finally over. You can tell your landlord to go fuck yourself now. Oh yeah, I oh, know. I'm gonna extort that motherfucker. He sent me a he sent me a note back in um in November that I just ignored. Hey, what would it take for you to get you to leave the rental property? <laughs> I just ignored that nigga. Actually, what what I sent to him was the repairs that needed to be done at the time. <laughs> there you go, motherfucker. And repair this shit. This shit yeah, yeah, yeah. Which consequence? I, I he didn't he didn't do, and I end up doing it and taking it out of rent. He was not happy about that. And you seen that? You seen the shit from early in the week with Dr. Dre? Yep. That saga ain't like, stop. I, I want to be single. <laughs> Let me go. Dre went to court because he said he wanted to be single. <laughs> Dre, Dre, Dre I'm a style on that ass. Give us us free. Give us free, bitch. <laughs> That's Dr. Dre's version. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Uh, you just want to go and see what happens? Yeah, let's rock. All right. You ready? Yes, sir. Let's do it. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Who gives a fuck? I can't be personally kick Candace Owens and her stinky cray cray. No good thing starts with I was thinking about my ex. He ain't learned his lesson. That's a brother ain't gonna learn shit. I know this is gonna be a lot of Let's keep this shit funky. What's happening? What's cracking? What's populating? What's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of the Unpopular Opinion Show. This will be episode 36, if memory serves me correctly. I go by the name of the the one, the only natural disaster, T-Storm. That's me. I applause for myself. Thank you. Thank you. And joined by my brother, as always, my partner in crime, the one of three, maybe, DJ Mike Swift. Yo, what's happening? What's up, uh, if, if everybody is wondering where he got the moniker Natural Disaster, his wife actually gave him that uh, after they first started dating, and she made her first uh, rice and beans dish for him. Uh, what was left in the bathroom, that's where he got that name. Yeah, that, yeah that's, ab- that's absolutely correct. Okay, um, I'm going to veer off. I have a call coming in from my cousin... Gerard, it's he's correctional institution incarcerated. Said, this call is subject to recording and monitoring. Well, to well, accept this free call, press one. We'll edit out what facility call, he's in. Two. If you would like to permanently block well, your number from receiving calls from this, thank you for using Securist. You may start the conversation now. Hello. Hello. <sighs> Gerard. 
Yes, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. First and foremost, good morning, cuz. You have made it onto my podcast because we're actually recording right now. So my partner, oh, good morning. my partner DJ Mike Swift is on is is on the line with us as well. This is my cousin Gerard. Morning, everybody. Morning, Mike Swift. What's going What's on, happening? man? How you doing? Um, I'm good. I'm very good. Thank you very much. What's going on? Um, we ju- actually we just started, so you you have you are our first guest. <laughs> okay, that's good. So, a- ask your question. Well, I, okay, well, I, that's not how it works. Drug, go oh, come in here. And you, you, come on, man. Tell me how it works. You're going to start barking orders. We just got here, nigga. Come on. <laughs> I've, I've never been on a podcast before. Okay. Well, we talking, we, we just talking some stuff. Um, okay. We, we, what's, uh, the, what's, the, what's the conversation about? Well, we just started. First of all, um, like I said, we just started. Um I can I can break some news to you and to to our, our watch listening and watching audience. I was um, fortunate enough. I, I told Mike about this already, but I finally happened. I closed my wife and I closed on our our home on Friday, and we are now homeowners. Congratulations! Thank you. So Thank when you. I when can I move when in? Can, when can I move in? <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a that's a fair question. Um, we will address that at a later date. <laughs> I got my toilet bag already put together. <laughs> I, 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 you see the homeless dude walking around with the stick and the and his clothes and that little handkerchief. The hobo. Yes. Yeah, that's me. I'm ready. That's... <laughs> Just call me half trunk. You know it's, it's... Half trunk. Half trunk will travel. It's... <laughs> it, it's funny you say hobo I was watching a, a video earlier in the week and it was a brother talking about how women will date broke ass dudes and then be mad on the back end and he he termed those types of dudes hobosexuals <laughs> Dude, that was some of the funniest shit I've heard in a long time I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you now that you mentioned that I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily blame the women, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because they're so conditioned to take anything that they could get, thinking that they could change the man and turn him into the the the, the, the list that they have in their minds, mm-hmm. or you know, premeditated list. They're like, okay, he's a good project. I'm gonna take him, but he's already shown you who he is. You know, yep. when a person shows you who they yep. are, you have to take that for who they are. Right. Amen. Yeah, That's... I'm. I'm lucky. You know, I don't. I don't have a woman. So State <laughs> correctional institution. <laughs> that this call is subject to recording and monitoring. I don't have to fit anybody's pre preconditioned notions. Right. You know. Quick, it cut. That's what they want. Because yes. real, real, real quick, real quick, we're not going to get you in trouble with this, are we? I just want to make sure that you, you know. You know what? How? I, because you're on the podcast. Oh, no. Okay. I just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. I don't want to cause any issues on the back end of this. No, 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 no. It's not through. I mean, they don't know, but in case y'all don't know, I'm incarcerated. Yeah, and I made that clear as I took the phone call. Oh, Okay. 
So, so you know, nah, it ain't gonna get me in trouble. Shit, it, it's gonna get you in trouble. No, not at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I don't want the F, I don't want the, I don't want you to receive a a, a, a notice from the FCC talking about um, you just bought a home, but you fired. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> nah, nah, we good. Okay, we, we good, we good. So, um, Kaylee ain't gonna let. Yeah, no, that's the that's the number one thing. Kayla, do, uh, do not fuck up this money. That's <laughs> that's the. She ain't playing no games. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, yeah, so, something something we just saw we Go saw ahead. in the um uh, that hit the uh hit the, the the news. Um, comedian Gary Owen, his wife filed for divorce uh just on Friday, the nineteenth of March. Just filed for divorce. I saw it. Okay. And it shocked me. Are you, you familiar with Gary Owens? Yeah. The white boy. Yeah. Married to a black woman. I know woman. who he is. Yeah. I, I, I know who he is. I, I'm incarcerated. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in space. I'm not lost. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm up to date on, on different stuff. And he's a funny ass white boy. He is. He is. It shocked. And he got a fine ass, he got a fine ass way. Shocked everybody. He got that funny looking white boy. Got a fine ass wife like that. Yeah. I, and yeah, I what, to, that I was just my shock. I've never seen the wife before. I just Googled her and looked her up, and yeah, she she. I was shocked. He did all right yeah, for herself. For yeah, a yeah, he did. Listen, he was above his state correctional institution, Somerset. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. Which also goes to what I always tell my cousin: you don't have to be handsome. All you have to do is be funny. That. If you funny, you can, if you can make a woman laugh, you can get her. Well, at some point, because rich also. Helps. Yeah, rich, good credit, that helps. No, 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 it all helps. <laughs> I'm saying, but this and this goes back to the hobo thing, because a woman will look at a funny dude. He don't have to have a lot of money. If you got a dude who could play, who plays basketball and plays great, and, and you know, on the court or the neighborhood and. And, and, and football and all of those things. See, they look at them like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's the one. And I can make something out of him. Women don't see us as, 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 as you know, partly as projects. Women see us partly as projects. Yeah. You know, so if you can make her funny, make, make her laugh with your funniness, that's a shoe in the door. Mm. Everything else could come later. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that ability to be funny, ability the ability to control a room, that speaks to confidence. Women like confidence um, because it, it's akin to power, and the most powerful person makes them feel the most safe, right? So, I mean, it, it's it's yeah. some psycho yeah. psychology behind it and, and everything. But I agree one hundred percent. For um for you can make a woman laugh, you make her feel so hands- comfortable. What you say, Mike? Look, I'm either rich, tall, handsome, so I've always had to uh, uh, <laughs> giggle my way into the draws. <laughs> Yo, for for those folks, um, here's a here's a here's a a, a bit. Um, I most famously remember Gary Owens talking about his wife. Check this out. Yesterday, my wife is making a cake for Memorial Day. As she's making it, I see her put her finger right in the icing, put her mouth right out of the container. I see you just put your finger in the icing. She said, ain't nobody eating this cake but people in this house. And everybody in this house either came out of me or came in me. <laughs> I said, eat that motherfucking icing. Eat that motherfucking icing. <laughs> right. God 
damn, sometimes she's really shit. Yeah. Yeah, I can I concur. Gary Owens. Yeah, that, that made me that that made me sad to see that they you know they they're um you know filing for divorce or whatever. I'm sure I'm sure not any sadder than Gary Owens. Who knows what was going on? But that's terrible. I'm I'm really sorry to hear that. I'm 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 sorry to hear that he's getting divorced too. But again, we don't know the ins and outs and the insides and outsides and whatever went down. But you know, he is a comedian. He does make movies. He is he is basically you would consider him a movie star because he's been in a lot of movies. He's traveled all around the world with his with his comedy. So it's a possibility that he may have put his chopping in some other, somebody else's peanut butter, mm. or or you know his vanilla. Right, right, right. Allegedly, allegedly, I'd say that. Right. Um, so, I know if I if I was a great if I was an Eddie Murphy or a, a, a you know some other very well known famous comedian, and as bad as my woman, because I've always had a badass woman, but as bad as my woman is at home, I'm on the road. I might consider myself a little bit single, not fully single, <laughs> a little bit but single. a little bit single. <laughs> Single from the waist down. So you said single from the waist down. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. You know, my heart, my heart is at home, but my penis is someplace else. <laughs> In these streets. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, hey. Yeah. And and I'm gonna tell you something. When it comes to women, and this is absolutely true. I I don't lie to them. I, I, I don't, I honestly don't. I've, I've been, right now, my ex, I've been in prison going on 32 years. My ex has been there with me almost the whole entire time, and she's married to somebody else. And she's only done that because, one, I don't lie. Two, I was a sex maniac, so I used to do things to her that was incredible. And third, is because of the expectations. Mm. Oh, if he comes home, you know, the expectations is always there. And so that's a good thing. That's really a great thing. Not that, not that I plan on uh, 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 doing anything with that, but I, I look at myself as I've done a lot of good with the women that I had, except for my baby mama, but I've done a lot of good with all of them and they all still in my corner. Yeah. Now, even my baby mama. Hmm. You know? So, that's, what's, you what's know. the secret to get your baby mama in your corner? Because mine is is not in my corner, and she would see me dead if she could. Well, just waiting on me to die so she can get that insurance payout. Let, let me say this. Mine. Mine too, but now, you know, uh, it's been like I actually hadn't spoken to her, and Terrence can attest to this. I hadn't spoken to her in thirty years. Mm-hmm. Thirty. Only reason why I called her because I thought my son had disappeared, and so when I called her, you know that old friendship that we had just rekindled and resparked, and again because I was funny. And I cons- consistently made her laugh. 
you know, it made her comfortable. It made her say, okay, he's not bad. But again, she was the devil. So, <laughs> you know, she might be just like hiding. Yeah. Like the demon might be, you know, hiding behind the mask. And then as soon as I come there, that sucker pops out and says, I don't, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, maybe that has something <laughs> to do with, with time, you know, the passage of time. You know, they say they, I hope so. They say time heals all wounds. I don't know if that to be true, because some things need to be addressed well, at times. You know what I mean? I've got a, I've got a few that ain't completely healed over yet. Yeah. You know, not not the fact that she stabbed me with an ice pick. Like literally. Yeah. Damn. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then told me and told me that she loved me while she did it. <laughs> so, Your you know, situation is certainly worse. Than that. Huh? Your your situation with your baby mom is definitely worse than mine. Well, you know, (laughs) and I'm stupid. I still love her. I love her ass like. First of all, she's crazy. She's fine as I. She's the devil, but she's fine as a motherfucker. She's so fine. Yeah, I I, I mean, she's fine. I think I saw an episode uh, similar to this on Law and Order. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she, she stabbed me about, I love you so much and blood was squirting and I was like wait a minute love her <laughs> love her <laughs> I don't want to be in love anymore <laughs> you have one minute left I was leaking that's crazy yeah that's crazy the time all and so do doctors, apparently. <laughs> doctors and stitches, and <laughs> surgeons. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Wow. I, listen, um, I really, really enjoyed this. Cause I, I'm glad you, I'm glad you, you caught me as I was doing it. We have been talking about getting them, you know, getting on and having them doing some sort of segment <laughs> on the podcast. So, how long is your podcast? How long are you going to be on this morning? We we do about an hour, about an hour and a half because okay. we do a, we do an so after how show much as well. Longer do you have left? Um, another forty five minutes. Oh, okay. Listen, I love you, I and love you. Uh, I got them Biggie songs. Oh, good, good, good. I put them on the all, all right. the whole Biggie catalog. Yeah, it's so yeah. much. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. All right, Thank y'all. For using enjoy your day. Spirit. You too, cousin. Goodbye. My cousin, my cousin Gerard, man. It was funny. Yeah. Oh, he is. That's why I wanted to get him on because he's he is naturally funny, naturally funny. He got another year. Y'all just funny in your family. Yeah. Say again. Like your mom, funny. Your mom's funny. You funny. Your cousin. You, your brother's funny. Y'all just got funny in your family. Yeah, yeah. It's. I guess it's a. It's. A, it's a trait. I guess. I don't. You know what I mean. I never looked at it like that because I never really found my mom. I I never really found my mom to be funny. <laughs> when I was a kid, that shit ain't funny. <laughs> she once said, "It's, it's I, hard. I'm funny while whooping your ass." Absolutely, <laughs> like and she's telling her friends about it and giggling. I'm like that shit ain't funny, mama. <laughs> as a kid, as a ten year old, you can't say that. <laughs> but I felt it here. My my daughter says it to me. My daughter will tell me straight up that 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 wasn't funny. What? That wasn't funny. Or she just looked at me the other day. Um, I was on the phone with my son and he was in the room with his mother. Um, and we were talking about something and 
my daughter walks in right when I'm making a joke and she just looks at the phone, the camera on the phone and she goes, no, and turns around and walks out the room. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. My mom asked me the other day, I sent her, I I sent her a, a, a clip of something I did. Um, and she laughed at it or whatever. And she, you know, it was audio. And she said, she said, I know you can't help yourself, but does anyone ever ask you where you got your sense of humor from? I said, no, not, not really. She said, okay, well, I'm asking, where'd you get it from? I'm like, I never really, never really thought about it, I guess. I don't know, people, some people, places and things, I guess. I don't know, a combination of a bunch of different things. I don't know. I always thought I got some of my, well, at least part of my sense of humor from my, my grandfather, Roy Battle. Um, he passed in 2012. Um, but he Uh-oh. he wasn't but a ha ha. He wasn't funny. a. You know what I mean? He was witty, um, a bit of a a jokester, but super smooth. He wasn't like clown funny. You know what I'm saying? He pop was just smooth. Yeah. You know what I mean? His era. He's from the era of doo wop. In fact, <laughs> in fact, he was in a doo wop group called the. Five fellows, four fellows, five fellows, something. One, one, I, I'll, I'll correct it. But he was in a in a, in a doo-wop group in in New York. They they performed all over New York before my mom was born. Um, called the Four Fellows, the Four Fellows, and then another group stole their name and they changed the name to something else. And I can't remember what the new name was. But in any case, but Papa's just smooth. Um, <laughs> it was a there was a. It was a joke. He, I, I, well, I added to the joke, but there was one time when he was alive, he was in the hospital. I went to go visit him. And um, there was a pretty nurse that was coming in and tending to him or whatever. And uh, when she walks out the room, Pop looked at me and said, Man, if I was about 25 years younger. <laughs> 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 I laughed about it. I said, if you were 25 years younger, you'd still be an old man. <laughs> so... <laughs> 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 you'd still be an old man, oh but God. no, Pop was smooth. Pop was smooth. And a charmer. Just a charmer. So, yeah, yeah. So, I guess humor runs in the family. Yeah, I guess. Circling back to Mr. Gary Owens, right, uh, and his his divorce, joining the ranks of of Luther Campbell. Um, it's been so Tyrese. Uh, it's been so many. I can't Ray J. Mm-hmm. But they reconcile Ray J. and his wife. They reconcile. They're 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 back on. Oh, the, it. Yeah, they're still they're ch- still hanging in there trying to work it out. Kudos to them. I oh, think it's awesome. I think it's crazy though, because. Who am I to judge? If you leave a bitch on the side of the road, that's a wrap. Like, you pull. Forgive me for the B word, people. I'm just saying. If you leave a chick on the side of the road, if it's your woman and your child, and you pull, like, get home the best way you can, it's a wrap. That's, that's never, I don't see any coming back from that. Part of the reconciliation was that he bought her a car. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, 
Bitch, I'm gonna leave you again. So right. you might as well get your own car. Have your own car. Just matter of fact, just just let's just not ride together. And this will never this this won't happen again. <laughs> just meet me. Just he meet me a, there. A, a, a fucking a fucking Uber gift certificate. <laughs> if we if we ever get into the shit again, just meet me there. <laughs> That way you leave when you want to leave. I'll leave when I want to leave. I'll meet you back at the house. But, oh, but yeah, it's, uh, cra- but, it's, but, it's crazy. She she surprised his ass. Now, that's not the kind of surprise you want. Um, there was a post I saw in the in the um, in the story she had written on um, for his birthday back in July. Um, and I quote. Uh, happy birthday to my um, number one, Gary Owens. You have been the best gift and role model to our family. You always bring the love followed by your, your um, entourage of laughter. Silly. Um, fuck it, a good time. I don't know. I'm, fuck it. Does that make sense? A good time and no boundary. And we love it. I am wishing you many, many more birthdays. Love you more than you'll ever know. And grateful to be on this journey with you. And and the kids, P.S., I couldn't find a picture of Emilio, but you deserve the fucking best. Happy birthday, my love. And then she also said <laughs> in January, this is what it looks like to give zero fucks about what people say. We're not here living our best life. We're out here living our best lives, laughing and loving. Gary Owens is my number one forever. Mm, forever seems really short. Yeah. That's what happens when you, you know, you feel like you got shit to prove to people on the gram. Yes. Just live your life. Like I'm not married. Um, I gotta be honest. The world has been, has been turning me more towards marriage than away from it these days. Okay. Um, or the idea that if I were to ever marry Mm -hmm. that shit would be private. Absolutely. I would not talk about marriage on the show. It would be private because once you, once you put, things out into the world Mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta show up for that right you gotta i use an example of that that's not marriage related i knew a young lady who one of the people that i helped get into radio and she was she was not she was not a person of color okay and she was hip-hop getting into hip-hop and i i told her early on in her career you need to learn the history of this music because you're a, a Caucasian lady that's going to go on and and hold yourself up as a representative and an expert on hip hop. Mm-hmm. And by the fact that you're a Caucasian person, people going to come to you to speak on that. Right? A- like they, from a positive and a negative standpoint, right? Because the mainstream media will accept you more than somebody else, so they're going to call on you to to speak for it, and people will challenge you because they're like, "You don't look like what somebody a hip hop person looks like," right. so they're going to the, challenge you on it. And if so, you and, if you don't know the history and you can't speak for it, mm-hmm. you're going to look bad, and it's going to kill your career. Right. So you gotta you gotta go get education and 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 learn this. So you can be prepared to speak on it as you put yourself out there as an aficionado of it. Right. And so apparently um, Iggy Azalea did not listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, instead of taking the history classes, she spent her money on butt injections. There you go. <laughs> um, 
Not for nothing. Uh, I don't know if it was injections or not, or not but it was a marvelous ass. I, it, as in person, it, it shocked the hell out of me. I met her. Hey, how you doing? Good to meet you. We, Seen it. we had some, you know, mutual friends in common in, in Atlanta. Um, and took a picture with her. Great to meet you. I wasn't even looking at her like that. She turned, I, she turned around to walk out the room, and I was like, "Damn, it was so bad." I told my wife about it. Like, "Yo, Iggy got ass." She was like, "Really?" I was like, "It was the most <laughs> unexpected thing today, that day." I was like, "This is good." But anyways, sorry. Proceed, sir. <laughs> point of that that whole tirade is you know or the the through line is when you put something out into the world you got to show up as that or, or people gonna call you on it yep. and she put out into the world that he's number one and together forever and i'm sure she's getting some people side eyeing her like bitch two months ago you said y'all was in it forever yeah. now look yeah now i mean it's hard to know what you know what happened or what's going on or what her reasonings were but i you know Again, the woman applying for the divorce, but you know, putting it for the divorce. The same surprise. I don't. Well, I don't know that it was a surprise to Gary Owen, but in the case of like Luther Campbell, he said he was surprised by it. His wife put in. He was like, "What? What happened? All the shit I talk, I ain't doing nothing." And Luther, that's Luther Campbell, right? So, who knows what the issues may have been leading up to all that, and then seemingly now looking back. Like she was trying to prove something to people on on Instagram by the stuff that she posted and said, or whatever the case. No, you're right. It should be private. I mean, this, um, it's it's uh, it's a fun. I mean, as and as a public, as if they're as a public figure, it's hard. I guess it's hard to draw that line at some point, though, because he did. They did a whole reality show. You know what I'm saying? Um, he talks about her in his act, you know what I mean? You know, the fact that he married an African-American woman. Um, those are choices. Those are choices that he made though, mm -hmm. right? Like there are people who are Angela Bassett. Uh -huh. Let's take Angela Bassett. She's a public figure. Her husband, um, Courtney B. Vance. Right. He's a public. I'm sure that they have problems and shit in their marriage, but you never hear about it. Very true. Because they made a choice as a married couple to say what happens in our home stays in our home. I'm, I'm sure Gary Owen could have done comedy and never talked about his wife. And they didn't have to do the reality show. So it's like. You, you have a choice of that. You can control how much of your life you put out there, whether you're a public figure or not. Like, yeah. even on this show, mm -hmm. not that we're huge public figures, right. there's a line that I will go up to about, like, my personal life and what I'll put out there. Right. And we put, honestly, I was watching back some of the old shows. Dude, we put a lot of our personal life out there. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's up to a certain point that I'll, I'll go and I'm like, okay, that I won't. I won't put out there. I won't put, I won't make that available right. for the world to scrutinize and take apart because it's, it's important to me and I want to protect it. But um, yeah, man, when you, when you leverage your relationship for, for dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel, well, I mean, I can say here. I, I mean, I talk, I, I, I reference my wife on, in the family on, you know, on several occasions and, but yeah, there is a line. There are certain things. 
I often check with her first before I say anything on, you know what I mean? Um, before I put it out there, whatever. But, you know, like I said, I, I don't, I have we just don't know what they're, you know, talking back about Gary Owens and his, and his soon to be ex, what their issue, what the issues could have been. You know what I mean? It's, I just find it, I just find it sad. Again, I guess I'm, you know, kind of a hopeless romantic in that, in that way. Um, that you know, you wish you, you hope people find their forever, ever. You know what I mean? Uh, you, you're a hopeless romantic, and I'm just hopeless. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, as of right now, it seems amicable, right? And I, I do recall saying the same thing. I think about Tyrese's divorce mm-hmm. when it was first announced before it went to shit. Um, it seems amicable. There's no crazy um, alimony demands or child support demands. I think their kids are grown. Um, He hasn't come out and said nothing crazy about her, and she hasn't said anything crazy about him. So, you know, I I hope it stays that way. I hope it doesn't go down the path that um, the young and the loveless, (laughs) Dre and and Nicole, have gone. Yes. Uh, now he's gone to court <laughs> and this is this was an education for me this story so he went to court to petition the judge to do a what is it called bifurcation never heard that before neither have I it's essentially the judge ordering that um they are single while they're still married, trying to dissolve the marriage. I didn't even know that was a thing. Me and either. I bet it's a bunch of brothers out there who didn't know. And now they're like. Bifurcation? For real? Word? I can get that. I can get a vacation. <laughs> that's, that's, like a, that's like a hall pass. <laughs> get out here. Because, you know, Jay's like, yo, I got to get at these hoes, man. This, this chick holding me up. Please <laughs> just declare me single. <laughs> just declare me single. Uh, I, I bet Dre, when he heard the word bifurcation, he thought it was a uh, a chick who likes men and women that were was created in a lab. <laughs> He's like, oh, I want three of them bifurcations. <laughs> Is that a, a six of that's a uh, bifurcation is a fornication to the sixth degree. <laughs> what? Uh, um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's trying to do that. Real. He he feels like, and he, I agree with him that it's just dragging out. Mm. It's just taking so long. He his assertion is that um, she's holding it up on purpose. Mm. Uh, I don't know why she holding it up on purpose but he's she's holding it up on purpose and he's ready to just kind of move on and get on with his life it was rumored that he was dating um what is her name she's from one of them reality shows yeah april jones like that Uh, dating is a pretty strong road i'm sure he's just smashing her well, he hasn't confirmed anything and neither has she because um he's just smashing her. But one of the one of her show co-stars 
came Mo- out Mo- and was like, that was Monique. I think they've been fucking. Monice, I think is the name, right? I think so. Uh, but she said they had been hitting it, and then, <laughs> um, then she came out and said he threatened my life for saying that, and I don't even think Drake ever, ever said anything about it. But I'm looking at a picture of April Jones, and if this is what he is trying to get to. Go on, get that man his bifurcation. <laughs> give, give him what he need so he can get to this business mm. over here. Yeah, I can't remember April Jones. I know the name. I'm trying to. I, I'm trying to remember what she was. Uh, well, let's uh, let's share the screen. Why don't we? <laughs> this is my favorite part of the show. Oh, that's not April. That's not who I thought it was. Uh, I, I I googled April Jones, and the first thing that came up was the murder of April Jones. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, that's murder of a small child. I did the same thing. Uh, that's, that's <laughs> it's like that's not Mm-mm. that's not appropriate. No, no. Um, her her name is spelled with a Y, A P R Y L. Of course, black folks with a creative spelling. You know you love your people. I do, but damn, oh, y'all. Come on, son. Oh, oh. Uh, that's, oh, that's, I what's the name? Um, what's the name, baby mama? Hold on, let me see. Omarion. Oh, no, not Omarion. Or she was dating Omarion? She's had some connection to that dude. Nah, it's, um. She is a. The other one, Fizz, Lil Fizz. Wait a minute. Wait, who's, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me get it right. She ain't got no Wikipedia page. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're right. Amarion. Right. Because she was, then she ended up messing with Lil Fizz and fucked up the tour, the B2K tour. (laughs) Amarion was like, nah, y'all good. He just never spoke on it. Instead, I'm going to I'm I'm going to tour. It'll just be a Marion. B2K is whatever. So in the in the red pill community, there is a you know they have taken the phrase "she's for the streets" to the next level. Oh my gosh! She's for the intergalactic super highway. Intergal what? The intergal <laughs> the intergalactic super highway. Yeah. What is a space that hole? Would be an she's, a, she's a space <laughs> hole? That's what they say. <laughs> it's when when the when the when the uh trespass is so egregious and heinous, it goes beyond the streets to the intergalactic superhighway. This is for the intergalactic superhighway. Wow. That's funny. Yeah, that's I mean but okay. It should be on the homie though, too though. Little Fizz, you know. Oh, it is one. Should be on yes. him because if that's your bandmate, yeah. Even if y'all ain't cool, that's business. That was business. You messing up business. So for the video podcast, right here is where I'll put up the 
the picture of April Jones again mm -hmm. and say, you're right, sir, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. He's wrong for that. I would have a very hard time saying no to her. I mean, he wrong for that. It, there's just there's some lines you don't cross. And if you do cross it, it's up to you to go, your homie, listen, I'm sorry, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She came at me. I had a few. I had tossed back a few. I, I couldn't. I, and, and, you know, they're not together, but I just wanted to let you know, man, I smashed and I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself, but it was good. <laughs> now can we compare notes <laughs> right. then then, um, brother, then the brother I goes had that really yeah yeah um and i will change names to protect the innocent well ain't nobody innocent in this shit actually i'll change names to protect the um one of my best partners it was it was at the height of my dj career mm-hmm I was I would in I was in the club three nights a week and then mobile jocking like the other other three and I would sleep on Sunday. Mm. <laughs> uh, no, actually I would sleep on Monday because that was the one night. But I because I, I was in the club on Sunday. But one of my partners, we never even set it up to be this way. He was just a real cool cool friend. Mm -hmm. He would get on the mic when I would get in the club. Okay. And the, the chemistry and energy was just so good that when I had a gig, I'd be like, yo, come, you know, and he'd come through and he'd get on the mic and we would just kill it. And our song, i never forget, was Whoa. When we put on Whoa, that would just bring the house down because he would just rock it. And, yeah. you know, it was just that it was there. I'm, I'm sure you've had that experience yeah. working with other cats, right? Yeah. I uh, moved back to Atlanta. My girlfriend at the time was still in the, in the state that I was in. Okay. Uh, Hawaii. I, I had left. We'll, we'll just say it was Hawaii. <laughs> Nigga, if it was Hawaii, I'd still be there. <laughs> <laughs> right. But Hawaii for the sake of the story. Yeah. So she was still in Hawaii. And um, we were still together. We'd had some difficulties, some troubles, or whatever. I'm at the crib. I get a call. It's my man. I'm like, oh, dude, what's up? I had, I had, we were still in contact, everything. I was like, what's up, man? What's going on? He was like, bro, my bad. And I was like, what? And he's like, look, man, uh, I was at the club. Your girl showed up at the club. She's messing with me. I left. I went home. She showed up at my crib. Damn. And 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 they did the thing. He did it. He fucked. They fucked. And he was like, dude, I'm sorry. You know, he's like that. He's like, that shit happened last night. He's like, I'm sorry, man. My bad. You know, he was super apologetic. And, and you know, and all I could tell him was, uh, you know, all right, man, I, you know, that was foul. It was fucked up. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you coming to me and telling me, you know, we ain't never going to be how we were. Right, right. You know, and he was like, yeah, you know, I get it, you know, um, now, he all to say, uh, now that we cleared that up, your girl is foul because she was telling me about some other nigga 
she was messing with in another state. Yeah. And some other dude she's messing with here. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay. So I called her. No, I didn't call her. She called me because we would, you know, connect on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And I let her talk herself out for about 15 minutes. And then I just said, I know. Mm-hmm. Tell me about everything and we, we'll, we'll talk about it. But I know. And she's like, well, uh, you know what? <laughs> and I said, okay. I said, all right. You got 48 hours to get on the phone and come clean. After 48 hours, I don't want to talk to you. That is, that's it. It's over. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. Why? I don't know. What you, all right. On that 48th hour, <laughs> we're on the phone. She's talking about nonsense. And I'm like, so what? You know what? You're going you're gonna to talk about it? Yeah, I messed with somebody else. And I said, who? Well, is that important? I said, nah, it ain't important. Happy trails. Good luck. I wish you the best. Wow. And that was that. Uh, it, she wound up being unhappily married for about five to six years. Good for her. We talk on occasion. Uh, she's got a, a, a brood of children and brood. wound up in a situation. <laughs> well, it's, it's an... It's an ungodly amount of children. Like no one human being should have that many children. <laughs> and every time she she would get pregnant, I would tell her, "Stop making babies." And and a few months ago by, and she would call me and be like, "I'm pregnant again." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> uh, but now divorced with all of them kids, her they cheated on each other throughout the course of their relationship. Her and her husband, it, it was a mess. Wow. Um, but yeah, had that happen. Wow. Had one of my homeboys smash. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, I've I've never been in a situation like that and and ever. Um Dude, I've had a family member smash one of my girls. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's some Snoop Dogg People little dad. Why I'm the way I am. Now you're starting. We're peeling back the layers. Yeah. That's, <laughs> jeez. I feel like, hold up. Uh, hey, uh, Alexa, play Bitches Ain't Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah, man. No, I... I, I, I you I, know what? It's it's egregious as fuck in the moment, right? Like in the moment, you're like, ah. But after some time passes, it, it it ain't nothing, right? Like I I got love. I still love my family member the same way I did before that shit happened, right? And I got love for my homeboy the way I did before that shit happened, right? right. It, it took some time to get back to that spot, mm-hmm. um. You know, and I ain't even mad at the chicks. Mm. I was at the time. I ain't even mad at them because I I don't pine for them. There is no part of me that wants them back. Right. So I don't feel like I was cheated out of something or something was taken from me. I feel like, whoo, y'all motherfuckers, let me know what that was. I might have wound up married to that shit. You know. Right. 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 Uh, and and we were all young. You know, people yeah. doing whatever they do. Eh. 
It is what it is. Yeah, I, I, I get that. That's still, eh, that can't be a good feeling. That can't be a good feeling. Oh, at, no. the, at the time, and even, you know, after time passes, it's still, sure, it's a still sour feeling or taste or, you know what I mean, sensation. It's still like, uh, you know what I mean? It's like getting rear Not end, anymore. Like getting rear-ended and, over, and, and, and driving in your rear mirror. I do that. It so it does. The biggest thing that I learned from it is that women are as grimy as men. Mm. We are conditioned. We we grow up in girls are sugar and spice and everything nice, and boys are 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 uh, what is it? Toads and snails and puppy dog tails. <laughs> We're conditioned that men are garbage and women are above reproach. Mm-hmm. Living through both of those situations and having there, there was no reason it wasn't like I was, you know, some type of abuser or I was out screwing everything that wasn't nailed down. That wasn't the case in, in either one of those situations. So it's like, oh, they just like we are, but with different parts. Mm-hmm. So that formed how I dealt with women moving forward from that place and how I deal with them now. It's like I don't. I don't put them on a pedestal. You are a king. You are flawed just like I am. And you are susceptible to temptation just like I am. True. I, I, I am not predisposed to nonsense just because I'm male. So um, yeah. that's my big takeaway from it. But I don't hold the pain of it at all. Gotcha. Okay. Um, okay. Fair enough. Um, but, but, but a question does come to mind. Um who was the first person to uh, use the phrase "screws everything down" that's not nailed down? Was it? Was, was it? <laughs> if it's not nailed down, it's open to to screw it, to fuck it. So, like, who discovered that one? <laughs> Walking through the house, some, some dude had a weird fetish for screwing chairs. <laughs> And right, then his right. wife nailed the chair down, and he was like, well, this isn't fun anymore. Chair's nailed down. Now TV's nailed down. But what, what about the dog? The dog ain't nailed down. <laughs> what? Peter, that was just a joke. <laughs> you know what? That lampshade is not nailed down. Hang on a second. Wait up. What are you doing? It's horrible. Um... Oh my god! The people are going to learn to stop messing with Cardi B. Have you seen this this, this story? They're still talking about her her prefer and Meg Thee Stallion's performance on the Grammys of WAP. I haven't seen yeah. the performance yet. I didn't want because I look. I, I watched a little bit of the Grammys and I was just not interested in watching it. It was it was weird for me. I, I liked the way it was, um, you know, outside in multiple locations and in, in multiple locations and socially distanced and everything. I just, I just couldn't. I usually, I can't really watch the Grammys like that anyway. Sometimes it's, it feels so whitewashed. This was an effort to be more inclusive and I got that. I just wasn't interested. So I didn't see it. I've seen little clips and it was what I expected. Have you seen the official video for WAP? Had you seen that, the live performance ain't going to be no better or no worse. Well, I think it was right on par because apparently they were scissoring, scissoring. Did I say that right? Um, on stage. Yeah, yeah you did. 
which surprised me that Cardi, you know, I, Cardi B keeps surprising me because she's uh, she's a freak for real freak. I said there was a there was a video my wife showed me uh, the other day. It was Cardi and two other women flashing tongues with each other. I'm like, whoa, Cardi, that's <laughs> go ahead. Um, so, uh, this was probably the lowest rated Grammys ever, and everyone like was, nobody watched. That has to be horrible because everyone was home. It's not like everyone, it's not like everybody was out. Now we were home. You just went and watched that shit. I so I, all right. Well, I disconnected with award shows a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, from it feels like a bunch of rich people patting themselves on the back. Um, and others have proven that you can build careers in entertainment and and get to a high level without it. Yeah. One Mr. Tyler Perry, he got to a high level without the awards. Then they came to him. Perfect. So he was kind of negotiating in a, from a space of power. Like he's like, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to build, build my circuit and, and my own platform. And, and y'all come to me instead of the other way around. And, you know, mm-hmm. so I just, I don't dislike them fair enough, whatever. I'm just not interested. I'm disinterested in award shows. So I did not watch the Grammys. However, I understand why people are frustrated with WAP being on the Grammys, right? That's adult shit. Why is it on primetime television? It should not be. Yeah. I mean, neither was uh, Janet Jackson's titty, but we enjoyed that as well. Um, WAP, though, takes it to another level. That was a mistake. <laughs> that was no, no, no. Let yeah, me push back I mean, on that. That was not a mistake because at the time when Justin Timberlake snatched back the, the, the pasty, first of all, he wouldn't have been able to do that if it was buckled down. When he snatched off the pasty, the lyric he sang was, gonna have you naked by the end of this song. And that was the end of the song. He snatched off the pasty and revealed Janet's nipple. It was intentional. They had planned it out, and they did it. And to and to keep from infuriating everyone, Janet said it was a mistake. Justin said nothing because he was like, "You told me to do it <laughs> for years." He was like, "I'm not saying anything." She told me to do it. I got it because you know what I mean. I remember it so vivid. I remember so vividly. I was in the room watching it, and the. It came off, and it was like, "What was that?" I was like, "That was Janice Titty." <laughs> like, it was, it was marvelous. <laughs> so, any case, all that to you say, could, you could hear the sound of jeans tightening all over the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> Disgruntled wives going harumph, and uh, zippers receiving pressure. <laughs> um. Fundamentally, they're different things, though, right? Because the Super Bowl wasn't aware that that was going to happen. Right. So Janet and, and Justin might have been aware, but the Super Bowl wasn't aware. Right. The the uh, uh, Grammys, they were aware. <laughs> they knew, all right, we're going to put a couple of strippers on stage. They're going to shake their ass, and we're, you know, scantily clad. They're going to be scantily clad, and we're going to do that for three to four minutes and that's going to be a part of the family programming. Bad choices. Yeah. What is it? The National Academy 
if recording arts and sciences, bad choices. Yeah. Um, um, but I get it. So someone took to, uh, took to uh, Twitter um, saying, this is how you know Cardi B knows right from wrong, still deliberately chooses to do wrong by gyrating and scissoring her WAP on national TV in view of other people's kids. Cardi B responded. The Grammys, the Grammys are PG. That means parental guidance, meaning it's your job, like it is mine, to mon- uh, to my child to monitor what they watch. My performance was around 10 p.m. on Sunday. Your child should be in bed, ready for school the next day. Why are they up watching WAP? Okay, let me answer that as a parent <clears throat> because I thought her her response was naive and and stupid. Basically, as a parent, you can have your kids up to whatever time you decide. Right. Cardi B doesn't get to decide that. You decide that for your home. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, second, PG means parental guidance. If they had have known in advance that you were going to be scissoring and shaking your stupid ass on TV, they might not have had their children watch. But I'm certain that they had no expectation that that would be put on in prime time television. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I, I, I'll play devil's advocate. Again, I didn't watch, but I'm sure they promoted coming up Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. I'm sure that I'm sure right. there was a tease ahead of time. Now, the expectation sure. is is that it's just going to be yeah. I, I get this should be family um, acceptable for all ages because it's on television during prime time. But if again, like I said, if you've seen the music video, the official music video for WAP, which is not PG at all. It's pretty suggestive. There's all types of lewd images on the screen. And you can listen to the lyrics and know what they're suggesting, even the clean version. Um, you kind of know what's coming next. In fact, when so the I, song comes on, when the song, I don't let my son, my four-year-old, hear the song, clean version or not, on the radio. I switch. I change the, I change the station. Because, one, I don't want my four-year-old boy singing WAP. Second, it's not. It's not. Though a, it would be hilarious. It would be hilarious, <laughs> and I have a story about. Ty, I need. I need to share his rules. Remind me to tell you about my son Ty here's rules for his parents. But, but, uh, yeah, it's not a. It's not an appropriate song for a child in the first place. No matter clean, clean edit or not, it's still not appropriate. So, yeah, I I, I understand what you're saying, but I kind of agree with Cardi to a certain a certain extent. If you're familiar with the song, you know it's already dirty. No, you can't watch this. I agree to a certain point. Um, I agree that kids shouldn't be watching it. I don't let my kids listen to that song or watch that video. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take Two Live Crew or NWA mm-hmm. or anybody that was out in the 90s who were salacious, who had crazy lyrics. Right. When they would go on... Yo MTV raps or or whatever or or uh they were before TRL BT wherever yeah to perform they would not do the performance that they would do in the show because they knew they were on TV right so 
it's you do the clean version of the song mm-hmm. and you do a palatable version performance that is for a viewing audience. You save the PG-13, NC-17, RX version for the, the club and the show. Yeah. She could have, they could have, she didn't have to do that. And, and, and dumbing it back a little bit, and it's kind of on right now in my, in my right side, which is why I keep looking over there. Mm-hmm. Dumbing it back a little bit does not infringe upon your artistic uh, creativity, credibility, and I'm using artistic very loosely because I don't find this to be artistic. Um, I mean, but it, it not asking anything of you, especially when when you know you're coming into a family venue, you've been invited to perform in a family venue, then you should bring a family performance to that venue. If you can't, you should just decline. Say, right. now, nah, it is important for me to be able to shake my ass and wear a G-string on stage, which is goddamn a ridiculous statement for anybody to make. But <laughs> right, right. But okay. it's important for me to do that. I'm not gonna perform. I'll just take the award. But it's not. Off. But that's. I don't think that's on. I don't think that's on Cardi and Meg The Stallion. It's on the people that are in, that are putting on the performance and accepting what they're doing. So it's changed. So this, this the standard has changed for one. So to to go back to watch, you know, groups back in the eighties and nineties, and the responsibility of putting on a a, a performance that was acceptable for a general audience on television it's way different than what it is now the 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 bar has moved significantly right there's things that we see on tv now that we will not as kids we would have never imagined like it's like we're watching porn on television now you know there's certain things that happen on regular on regular daytime television or or, or in primetime television the 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 love scenes and stuff that happened on on network TV. I'm not even talking um, apps and cable. I'm talking regular television. I, we wouldn't imagine that would, we would have seen that you know 10, 15 years ago, let alone 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So the bar has changed. It's a whole different world. Um, so it's fair point. So Cardi's performance, she's gonna do her. It's up to the the whoever's censoring, whoever's putting the show on. And going, now you can't do that. This that wouldn't be acceptable. Please change your performance. Please change this up or we can't have you on. It's on them. The onus is on them. The artist is gonna be the artist. They wanna be they wanna be as provocative. I know from being as as a jock on the radio, I was trying to push the envelope as far as I could push it before PD would say Before uh, PD would say, Nah T, you can't say that. Nah, Don't say that on the air no more. <laughs> And I go, okay, so that's the line. All right, cool. So then I would walk the line. You know what I'm saying? So as an artist, she's doing her job. Now, if she wants, now if she wants to have a little more response, be more responsible as an artist, then it's you know, then it's up to her to be that. But artists don't genuinely do that. They're there to do their art and what they what we call art, and and go. Um, Beastie Boys famously. Um, got a fine or arrested for pushing a a big balloon penis into the audience. It wasn't on television, though. It wasn't on television. Cash Money years later used the same thing. They, I think, uh, uh they inflated a, for back that thing up on their performance of back that thing up. They inflated a a a big penis on the stage, 
and women danced and, and, and twerked in front of it. So the separation between the Beastie Boys doing it and then Cash Money doing it and didn't get, in, didn't get into any really into trouble, or well, certain states didn't allow it, but generally their live, their live performance doing that, the bar has clearly changed. Different standards now. I, I agree. I think it's shared responsibility, though. Right? You Okay. If, if Cardi B was just a rapper or singer or however you want to call that, and she wasn't trying to be an advocate for different things mm-hmm. and, and being out there in, in a responsible way that way, which I um, if if she wasn't trying to do that and she was just a rapper, I would feel very differently. I would feel like her level of responsibility is different. But you can't in one breath, well, you can, but you fuck with your credibility. Mm-hmm. But I, you shouldn't in one breath say, hey, I want to interview the president. Hey, I want to stand up for women. Hey, I want to um, be an, an outspoken advocate for, uh, you know, uh, African Americans, people of color, and and then say, "Well, oh, it's on you. You should put your kids in the bed. Oh, it's on the Grammys. They should have censored this. You you can't be responsible as a matter of course and then absolve yourself of responsibility for what you put out. You 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 shouldn't do that. And yes, they were absolutely scissoring. That just happened. All right." <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, uh, South Park had an episode where they were scissoring on 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 in a cartoon. Also, that's not for kids either. You know what I mean? Um, no, cartoon is kids. They did not make that cartoon for kids. No, um, but on the duality of you know saying one thing and doing another and being trying to be an advocate, I agree with you. Um, it does it, it does it can in some sense take away from your credibility, but um, at the same time. This is not the first time. There's, there are plenty of artists that have that duality about themselves. Tupac was famously uh, a, a person of two personalities, it seemed. You know what I mean? Uh, dear, Ma- dear Mama, um, keep your head up. But then, you know, um, every other city we go, I see the same hoes. Like, I mean, he had the same duality. And ma- mainstream media treated him accordingly. Mm-hmm. He wasn't invited to do certain stuff. You know, he wasn't accepted in certain places and, and it frustrated the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, so I just watched the performance. <laughs> Honestly, real talk. I think it was a bit much for TV. Yeah. But I think people are overreacting a little bit. There were there were more complaints about Janet's titty than it was from to the FC, FCC than it was for this. Then... There wasn't as many people watching as it was for the Super Bowl. It wasn't, and, and you made the and, point a smaller audience. And that was what years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, and to your point, the bar has moved since the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, God bless her. <laughs> and, and as I watched that, I had some thoughts. <laughs> I just, Do tell. Hang on. Let me let me let me let me, um, let me get the tap dance music ready. You can tell by my face. <laughs> I'm curious as to what people find so very attractive about both 
her and Meg the Stallion from the neck down. I'm curious to know what. what is wait, it? wait, wait, wait. Hold on. From the neck down, you what's what's a please what's that? Please help me understand. Total, total, package, total package from the neck down. I wonder what people find so attractive. Are you saying they're not shapely? They don't have nice shapes or bodies, in your opinion? I'm saying that the proportions are off. I don't think Meg has had any work. I think Cardi definitely did. Um, but then also for Meg, <laughs> there's an ongoing joke that... She is not a natural born woman. <laughs> there's this there's an on oh. online there's there's been jokes like when oh. when um what Tory it was a Tory Lanes when he shot her in the foot allegedly uh the joke was that he saw her penis <laughs> he shot it, that's what caught shot her in the foot. For me, that's where my line is. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's a great guy joke. It's yeah, funny, yeah. but um, it just my heart just broke for her, right? Like, oh, you know, she getting up every morning, she doing her makeup and her hair and putting on the outfit, and she look in the mirror and thinks she look good, and she step out the house and somebody goes, "You used to be a man, right?" Like that's right. oh, my heart breaks. <laughs> oh, god damn it. <laughs> That's just not even right. And 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 you know, oh. part of the joke is that she named herself Stallion, which is the name of a male horse. Um, uh, that is- so, any case, and all that, you know, then there's there's that. But I don't think they're bad looking chicks at all. I like. I just think I, the proportions are. Right. I, I mean, I, I guess I I have to look at them again. I I, I don't I can't remember the proportions like off the top of my head, but I mean. I, I think what I've I've grown to like Cardi B a lot more. Um, I think she's evolving. Um, to you know, shout <laughs> shout out to uh, to Kim, who also made the same point that what 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 we're seeing now is not the same. Is not her final destination. She's evolving into something, you know, into something more, right? Um. And so, yeah. like, because I remember when she first came on the scene, she was on the, the reality show. What was it? Um, Love and Hip Hop. And I remember being, and this is when before she got her teeth fixed and everything. She was still in the clubs, and you know, strip clubs that is, and was um, attempting to make a go at at being a rapper. You know, just kind of starting off. And I remember watching her and listening to her speak. And being so put off and disappointed that I felt like they were propping up this unintelligent or or, or um, unintelligent version of a woman of color. That's that's that was my opinion initially. Which they were yeah. right. Like, let's call that what it is. They yeah. were. She's um, evolved out of that. She's evolved. You know, she's or, gotten or, a lot better. Yes. And I think yeah. she's educated. Some, but I but I also even even as she was coming up. Hearing her speak about things while she's not a Harvard, you know, law student or anything like that. She has educated herself on things and she had opinions about stuff even before. You know what I'm saying? So she was able to relate it to the hood. She talked and she speaks in a vernacular that 
everyday people in, in in the in the black community in certain sections of the black community I'll say understand and get and I I, I learned to appreciate it a little more and go okay maybe she's not that she ain't that bad it's you know what I mean it's just how she talks you know what I mean and how she intelligent right like intelligence isn't having the words right um she can she can have intelligent ideas and not have the proper vocabulary to communicate it. Correct. So I'm, I'm not calling her dumb. I'm calling her irresponsible. Gotcha. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gotcha. But God bless her. Um, and then, uh, and then I, to I, the I, point about Meg the stallion, I, uh, I can appreciate her grind. Cause I remember, you know, wondering who the hell is this Meg the stallion, you know, artist. Who was this? But she had one hit. She had one record that was a marginal hit, and she was she was on her game at the time. I think she was. They said she was still in school. She was in college and performing and and doing records and stuff. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's you know, she's she's not, she ain't no dummy. She you know what I'm saying she's a little more you know more well spoken than Cardi B. You know on 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 that side of things. Um, but watching her grind from then to where she is now, I was like, oh, that's actually phenomenal to kind of watch. You know what I mean? I, I and it's her journey. I, I can appreciate that. Now her me- the, the message and her music and all the different things. I don't really, I don't rock with all for for young girls exactly or young kids in general. It's not. It's more of an adult. It's an adult presentation. You know what I mean? You don't want your you don't want your kids watching a stripper. You know what I'm saying, or a perceived stripper. You know what I mean. So there's that. I mean, they got on look. Call it a stripper. You got on the outfit. You're doing the moves. You you got money falling from the air. You on a, a stripper pole that looked like a big uh, seven inch heel. You in? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely. I'm not a stripper. Doing all of the shit. You celebrate a strip. Okay. Celebrating strip culture, for sure. I can appreciate that. That's an adult thing. So the other, the other standout from the Grammys, mm-hmm. have you heard about the um, uh, uh, hoopla surrounding one Mr. Bill Burr? No, I am not aware. Do tell. <laughs> uh, he did a, he did a, a, he presented an award mm-hmm. and he was, Bill Burr, and he made a couple of off-color jokes that people called controversial and racist, and they they went on trying to cancel Bill Burr. First and that foremost, was thing, cancel. First and foremost, had they never heard Bill Burr? <laughs> I don't think they have. I don't think they have. It's just that's just Bill Burr. Yeah. Um, and I can't share. So if you look it up real quick, you could you could probably play a clip from it that youtube will flag us for um or we can just link it below we'll and, and you guys can watch we'll it later but he was so the grammys this year there i don't think it was an audience and he's a stand-up comedian and he was doing his shtick in front of kind of an empty room you could hear it it was like two or three people <laughs> and for a comedian that's horrible so he was he was kind of he he bombed on the first joke a little bit. I thought it was funny, but you know, other people critiquing it said he bombed. Um, and he just kind of went into his Bill Burr thing, which is very much ah, uh, who gives a fuck, right? right? Like, <laughs> for a comedian, for a comedian, for a comedian, to, to, 
could perform in a you know in a in a room any room and to get a couple of chuckles it's triggering <laughs> it's, it's it's triggering cuz your natural instinct is to hear that immediate response of laughter from a room full of people right and if it sound if it sounds like well oh, that didn't work let me do some other yeah, fuck it let me just go <laughs> If I'm a go, me go in flames. <laughs> so I can imagine that's probably where it, what happened. <laughs> I think, and, and I'm trying to remember because I watched it way early in the week, but I think the joke that he told that got him in trouble was the, the award he had to give was for a Latin singer, a Latin category. Mm-hmm. And he butchered, he butchered the name. And then he said, I, I hope I, I didn't butcher the name. And why would they give me a, uh, this to do? I'm a, I'm a white guy. They should have got like uh, somebody up here who, could, who can fucking say the name. Right. Like uh, and I think that's what got him in trouble. But I mean, this is Bill Burr we're talking about. So it was a few things in there that you're like, oh, that'll get him in trouble. Oh, and that too. And oh, yeah, get him in trouble for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was hilarious that they're trying to cancel Bill Burr. This cancel the cancel culture, and I'm saying this in air quotes. Um, <laughs> I saw a uh, I saw a meme, a, a video, where apparently they're trying to cancel Eminem for a lyric. What, what's the song? Um, what's it called? Burn that he did. What is it with Rihanna? Are you, are you from, I don't know. Hold on, I'm gonna find out. I am not familiar. I think I saw the headline and just was like, I'm not reading that. <laughs> Cancel Eminem Twitter. Let's see. Marshall Metal says, I won't stop even. What's, what's the song? So Gen Z is trying to cancel um, Eminem for, let me see if I can pull it up. Bear with me. There he goes. Oh, sorry. This is only playing on my phone. It's not through the system. In any case, this the the, the lyric was about the. It was a song that was about, um, um, like domestic violence in a relationship, right? Um, and it the lyric was something about I'm a I'm a set you on fire. What I'm I'm butchering what the lyric was, but there you know. There's been memes about, <laughs> well, you try to cancel Eminem. Do you not know Eminem? He's been inappropriate for <laughs> since since day one. How are you going to cancel? His first single. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, kids. Do you like violence? You want to stick nine-inch nails? What was it like? You just want violence. Right. Yeah. It, that, was, that was the first lyrics of his first song. Right. <laughs> you're gonna cancel Eminem? Oh, poor babies. That's what. The, that's basically what the reaction is. Gen Z, you want to cancel Eminem? Oh, you poor baby, you. What's, what's wrong with y'all? So the cancel culture. Uh, yeah, whatever, man. Bill Burr ain't going nowhere, man. Just stop it. Shout out to Bill Burr and the Monday Morning Podcast. If you've never checked him out, go check him out. Uh, he is hilarious. Um, he reads, he, he does a lot of reading people, you know, emails from people to give advice. His advice is usually on point, 
but he always points out, eh, what do I know? Right? He does what he does. Uh, shout out to his wife, Nia, who comes on the show uh, from time to time, and she is also hilarious. And he is also another white comedian married to a black woman. Yeah. Which is funny. It's like, he's racist. And I'm like, not, is I'm, he racist? I mean, not, <laughs> not that it's not possible. Now, let's be clear. Not that it's not possible, but I don't know. No. How is that possible? There to were, be racist and married personal color there were okay again putting the historical putting it in context you know with america's history there were slave masters that slept with their black with their black slaves and had children with their black slaves but they were still slave masters they didn't regard them any any more high regard than other slaves that they you know they just happened to be sleeping with one so because they were sleeping with your, with your slave with, with your slave girl or your 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 black concubine did not make you less racist. It just meant you like black pum pum. If if you wanted a little chocolate were, in your life, as your as your cousin Gerard says, dip his vanilla in some chocolate. Exactly. Um, if he were sleeping with black women mm-hmm. or women of color. And was a racist, I would say yes. But to marry creates a whole different level of legality. Essentially, hold on, hold Mm -hmm. on. For the most part, Mm -hmm. marriage creates a level of protection for women. Okay. So if he left, he's got to pay out, he's got to protect, he's got to provide, he's got to do all of that stuff, even if they ever get divorced. So for a racist person who hates black people or or Latin people or Asian people, people of color, to put themselves in that vulnerable position legally mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. I, I think you're thinking thinking way too deep into it. Because I don't when, you know if if okay. Let's just say do you remember the scene in uh in Do the Right Thing? Where Spike Lee's character Mookie is sitting with, um, I forget the 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 one of the sons, the older son, um, from the pizza parlor, and he's sitting there and they're talking about race, and it was like, um, and and Spike Lee asks him, you know, because he's all because the the pizza the the son is always saying the white son, the Italian son is always saying stuff about niggas, right? Go back and watch the movie, you see what I'm talking about, and he says. You know, who's your favorite basketball player? Michael Jordan. Who's your favorite this? You know, um, he's listing black artists, um, except for one, Bruce Will, Bruce uh, Springsteen. He's like, who's your favorite rock artist? He's like, Prince. He's like, no, Bruce. <laughs> Whatever, right? He's okay, fine. But all of your favorite, inter- he says, you know, Spike Lee says, character says, all your favorite entertainers, you're always talking nigga this and nigga that, but all your favorite entertainers are so-called niggas. And he goes, no, no, not really. Well, they're not, they're not, they're more than niggas. They're not just, they're not just niggas. They're more, you know, I, it, you get it. That was, just, and that's in the script. I think there's people, there are white folks that see, can compartmentalize a little bit from, people they like um, that happen to be black to the rest. That's why they'll say some shit like you're one of the good ones. 
how do you defend against that allegation? Right? If just saying, no, I'm not, is not enough, right? If you are through your life and actions, you you befriend people, you marry, you, you do all of these things, and then people go, you're a racist. And you go, no, I'm not. Look at my life. Look at how I interact. Look at what I do. And and then, then it's to the next level. Well, you might just be doing that for these people, but you're still a racist for the rest. Mm-hmm. How do you defend against that? You, you can still at have... At what point does the pattern of behavior count for something? You can still be still have racist tendencies and, and uh, 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 prejudice. Unco- I mean, this is what we talk about. This is what, I mean, this is why it's such a fight, you know, for racism in this country, because a lot of it is under the skin, no pun intended. It's under the skin. It's embedded. It's in the DNA of this country to the point where you don't even realize you are doing racist or saying racist or acting in a way that is perceived as racist. You don't even realize it. But the person that you're that you're doing it to or saying it to or, you know, understands it and sees it very clearly. That's the issue. That's the problem. It don't it doesn't even matter that you because because that's the first thing they say. I can't be racist. My wife is black. Oh, I have black friends. That's the first thing I think. About. How can I possibly be racist? You're still doing shit to, you but know. If- still doing things, you know, that shows a level of prejudice. Therefore. Well, prejudice is universal. Right. Right. Like everyone is prejudiced mm-hmm. about something. Yes. And I would dare say every racial group is probably prejudiced towards their group and against other groups. So I don't think that's a unique thing against white people, people of European descent, Caucasians, however, however you say it to keep YouTube from getting in our ass. Um, okay. I won't say the joke that I was thinking then I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> oh, there was another joke that just happened, but I'm not going there. there go. Um, so, I mean, I, prejudice is universal, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that kind of is what it is. I, when you when you take that prejudice from a place of a feeling to an action, I think is when you start getting into racist stuff, mm-hmm. right? But how can a person who I mean a- they're going about their life, their days, they they acknowledge their pre- their prejudice, mm-hmm. but they behave contrary to it, the, to then be hit with you're a racist, okay. I take. I mean, it's 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 hard to dissect. I understand. I get it. But the same argument can be argued about black people being racist against other black people. I can't possibly be racist. I'm black. But if you're doing things, bullshit argument. I think it's a bullshit argument. You can absolutely be racist against other people just because you're black. You can absolutely be. So so can a person because it's so, it's about the it's about in my mind it's about the prejudice combined with the action. Correct. So white people can be racist against white people. Right. Yeah, and we see that in white girls all the time. I only date black guys. That's racist in itself. Because <laughs> really, you're doing well, it. Conversely, 
You're doing it to, to piss off Convert- your daddy. That's all that's about. Uh, conversely, I only date black people can be considered to be racist. I guess. You, I mean, you're excluding a group, taking a prejudice, and you're putting action to it, and you're excluding a group because of their race. Very true. I mean, you can dissect it any kind of way, but again, it's very it's it's possible. Do I think Bill Burr is racist? I don't think so. Um, no. I think he says racist shit sometimes and it's, in and his jokes. In his jokes, yes, absolutely. But I don't I, I think he's I think he's more enlightened than that and and chooses to use comedy to highlight, you know, to to shine a light on prejudice and and racist and uh, and he even skins. he even calls out racist. So mm-hmm. again, uh, going back to Patrice O'Neill and Opie and Anthony, Bill Burr was also a, a big contributor in the Opie and Anthony show. Mm-hmm. And there would be times where he would be in studio, and um, Anthony Anthony Cumia would say some shit. And the shtick of the show was that Anthony is a racist, and he would say some shit sometimes. And Bill Burr would just be like, "Holy shit, you're just gonna fucking say that, right?" Like <laughs> he's like, "That's just racist." Like, no, you can't fucking say that. And it was one one show where he actually got into a big heated argument with them about racist stuff against people of color. And he was defending people of color saying like, dude, you can't do that. Like why in the fuck would a person want to do something? something, something, something?" I think it's ridiculous for them to want to cancel him. I watched the monologue. I just kind of had it on in the background just, just then again. Uh, (laughs) He made a suicide joke that they probably want to cancel him for. Uh, <laughs> so it's you know let let people be funny. Yeah, let just let it's, be funny. If you don't, uh, I, it was a comedian. I don't remember who it was. They said, "Stop trying to censor comedy. You have two choices when it comes to comedy. You can either go ha ha or no ha ha." <laughs> it might have been um, it might have been Ralphie May. I don't remember, but yeah. it was like you you either ha ha or you no ha ha. If you know haha enough times, the comedian will not continue to tell those jokes, right? Because they don't work. Exactly. So, you know, use your out, save your outrage, and and just um, disagree by not engaging. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, on that note, we'll go ahead and wrap and um get ready for the the after show folks we appreciate you watching and listening and participating and and subscribing and if you haven't subscribed already what are you waiting the for the hell is wrong yeah man stop it you you if you haven't I, I, you know what i if you haven't subscribed you're probably racist don't be racist <laughs> subscribe go to our youtube channel and subscribe to unpopping show and stop being racist. That's the first step in not being racist. If you're black or white, either or, it's because you don't like black people. You have to subscribe. You're shame them into subscribing. That's awesome. <laughs> Is it working? Is it working? If we get a, if we get a, a surge, it worked. <laughs> Great. <laughs> don't forget to follow us on all socials. On all socials at Unpoppin' Show. That's on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And, of course, visit our website and catch up on all the episodes that you missed. That's unpoppinshow.com. Again, thank you for listening. And don't be racist.
or be racist and subscribe anyway. I don't know. Whatever works. God damn it, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs>